This is the Internet Multicasting Service. Harper Audio presents English poet and novelist Robert Graves reading his own verses, The Hills of May, Angry Samson, The Cool Web, and other poems. Walking with a virgin heart, the green hills of May, me, the wind, she took as lover by her side to play. Let me toss her untied hair, let me shake her gown, careless though the daisies redden, though the sun frown, scorning in her gay courage lesser love than this, my cool spiritual embracing, my secret kiss. So she walked, the proud lady, so danced or ran, so she loved with a whole heart, neglecting man. Fade, fail, innocent stars on the green of May, she has left our bourns forever, too fine to stay. Are they blind, the lords of Gaza, in their strong towers, who declare Samson pillow-smothered and stripped of his powers? O stolid Philistines, stare now in amaze, at my foxes running in your cornfields with their tails ablaze, at swung jawbone, at bees swarming in the stark lion's hide, at these the gates of well-walled Gaza are clanked to my stride. Often, halfway to sleep, not yet sunken deep, the sudden moment on me comes from a mountain shagged and steep with terrible roll of dream drums, reverberations, cymbals, horns replying. When the standard flying, horsemen in clouds behind, the coloured pomps unwind, the carnival wagons with their saints and their dragons on the scroll of my teeming mind. The creation and flood with our Saviour's blood and fat Silenus flagons, and every rare beast from the south and east, both greatest and least, on and on in endless different procession. I stand at the top rungs of a ladder reared in the air, and I rail in strange tongues, so the crowds murmur and stare, then volleys again the blare of horns, and summer flowers fly scattering in showers, and the sun leaps in the sky, while the drums thumping by proclaim me. Oh, then when I wake, could I courage take to renew my speech? Could I stretch and reach the flowers and the ripe fruit laid out at the ladder's foot? Could I rip a silken shred from the banner tossed ahead? Could I call a double flam from the drums? Could the goat horn with gold? Could the ram with a flank like a barn door, the dwarf, the blackamoor, could Jonah and the whale and the holy grail, the ape with his platter going titter-clatter, the nymphs and the satyr, and every marvellous matter come before me here, standing near and clear, could I make it so that you might wonder at them too? Glories of land and sea, of heaven glittering free, castles hugely built in Spain, glories of cocaine, of that spicy kingdom canned, of the delectable land, of the land of crooked styles, 
of the fortunate isles, of the more than threescore miles that a Babylon lead, a pretty city indeed, built on a four-square plan, or the land of the gold men whose eager horses whinny in their cribs of gold, of the land of Guinea, of the land where none grows old. But cowardly I tell, rather, of the town of hell, a huddle of dirty woes, and houses in fading rows straggle through space. Hell has no marketplace, nor point where four ways meet, nor principal street, nor barracks, nor town hall, nor shops at all, nor rest for weary feet, nor theatre, square or park, nor lights after dark, nor churches, nor inns, nor convenience for sins, neither ends nor begins, rambling, limitless, hated well, this town of hell, where between sleep and sleep I dwell. Children, if you dare to think of the greatness, rareness, muchness, fewness of this precious, only, endless world in which you say you live, you think of things like this. Blocks of slate, enclosing dappled green and red, enclosing tawny yellow nets, enclosing white and black acres of dominoes, where a neat brown paper parcel tempts you to untie the string. In the parcel a small island, on the island a large tree, on the tree a husky fruit. Strip the husk and pare the rind off. In the centre you will see blocks of slate enclosed by a dapple, red and green, enclosed by tawny yellow nets, enclosed by white and black acres of dominoes, where the same brown paper parcel. Children, leave the string untied, for who dares undo the parcel finds himself at once inside it, on the island, in the fruit, blocks of slate about his head, finds himself enclosed by dappled red and green, enclosed by yellow tawny nets, enclosed by black and white acres of dominoes, with the same brown paper parcel still untied upon his knee. And if he then should dare to think of the fewness, muchness, rareness, greatness of this endless, only, precious world in which he says he lives, he then unties the string. Children are dumb to say how hot the day is, how hot the scent is of the summer rose, how dreadful the black wastes of evening sky, how dreadful the tall soldiers drumming by. But we have speech to chill the angry day, and speech to dull the rose's cruel scent. We spell away the overhanging night, we spell away the soldiers and the fright. There's a cool web of language winds us in, retreat from too much joy or too much fear. We grow sea-green at last and coldly die in bidiness and volubility. But if we let our tongues lose self-possession, throwing off language in its watery clasp before our death, instead of when death comes, Facing the wide glare of the children's day, facing the rose, the dark sky and the drums, we shall go mad, no doubt, 
and die that way. Far away is close at hand. Close joined is far away. Love shall come at your command. It will not stay. At summons of your dream despair, she might not disobey, but slid close down beside you there, and complacently. Yet now her flesh and blood consent at the prime of day. Joy and passion both are spent, fading clean away. Is the person empty air? Is the spectre clay? That love, lent substance by despair, wanes and leaves you lonely there on the bridal day. Why say death? Death is neither harsh nor kind. Other pleasures or pains could hold the mind if she were dead, for dead is gone indeed, lost beyond recovery and need, discarded, ended, rotted underground, of whom no personal feature could be found to stand out from the soft blur evenly spread on memory, if she were truly dead. But living still, barred from accustomed use of body and dress and motion, with profuse reproaches, since this anguish of her grew, do I still love her as I swear I do, she filled the house and garden terribly with her bewilderment, accusing me, till every stone and flower, table and book, cries out her name, pierces me with her look. You are deaf, listen, you are blind, see. How deaf or blind, when horror of the grave maddened the mind with those same pangs that lately choked her breath, altered her substance, and made sport of death. This has been Harper Audio. HarperCollins is the copyright owner of this recording and has consented to a limited distribution of Harper Audio as an 8 kHz computer sound file on Internet Town Hall. It is a violation of United States and international copyright laws to copy these recordings in any other way. Harper Audio is a trademark of HarperCollins Publishers, Inc. To order a copy of this tape or to request a catalog of all Harper Audio spoken word cassettes, please call 1-800-C-HARPER or 717-941-1214 or send mail to harper at town.hall.org. This has been a production of the Internet Multicasting Service. Support for Harper Audio is provided by HarperCollins and by Sun Microsystems and O'Reilly & Associates. Network connectivity for the Internet Multicasting Service is provided by UUNet Technologies and MFS Datanet.